0: Hey guys, Candice Eisner here with you again this week, and this week I wanted to talk to you about the idea of copying others and why that's not so helpful for your business. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways Think outside the box and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey guys, happy Monday. Welcome back to the podcast. As I'm recording this, it is a beautiful day, uh, mid March here in Toronto. I, uh, I'm looking forward to getting out and doing more out- outdoor activities, more runs, more longer walks. Yesterday, a good friend of mine and I went for a long walk along the uh, the waterfront here in Toronto. And yeah, you know, I'm kind of pining for those warm spring and summer days. I don't know about the rest of you. <laughs> Often as we get to into March, that's kind of how it feels, right? Of course, if you're listening to this from all the way across the world, it might be summer where you are right now, which because I'm very jealous of you. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Let's dive back into this topic before I go off on a tangent, as I often am prone to doing. So yeah, this week I did want to talk to you guys about the idea of copying others and why it's okay to do a little research and look to what others are doing when you're planning things for your business. It's really not helpful to just outright copy others. So let's talk about that. So here's the thing. When we're not sure what to do, and this comes with anything in life, not just business, we tend to look to others for answers. And there's nothing wrong with that on the surface. Definitely not. I mean, after all, that's how we learn, right? As we learn from others. But the problem when it comes to your business is others don't know how our businesses work. I mean, they know from a fundamental place, but they don't know the ins and outs of your business. And well, what do I mean by that? Well, Others don't have the exact same experiences that we do. Others don't work the same ways that we do with our clients. And, you know, sure, it might be similar. (laughs) Someone else who's a massage therapist is going to work in similar ways with their clients to someone else who's a massage therapist. Or you could make the same comparison between two physios, two chiros, two fitness coaches, two nutritionists, two whatever it is you do. You could definitely make that comparison. But come on, guys, you can't seriously tell me you think all massage therapists are the same, right? And again, same thing goes for all the other professions. I know you're not the same as everyone else. You should know that you're not exactly the same as everyone else. We are not cookie cutters of each other. We all have different life experiences. We all have different extra courses we've taken. We all have different interests. We all have different client experiences. And that really plays into how you run your business, Another thing on this whole copying others topic is the financial situation. So here's the thing. Others don't have the exact same financial situations. We do. Of course they don't. And yeah, guys, this kind of stuff has to play into how much you charge and how you set up your business, The person who pays triple what you pay in rent, for example, they're going to have to have a different business model than you in order to make, uh, in order to be profitable, if you want to think of it like on a strictly business frame of mind. But yeah, in order for them to pay their bills, in order for them to um, not be looking at the end of the month and have like negative amount in their bank account, they have to have a different uh, business model than someone who has three times less rent than they do, right? Because it happens a lot that people just say, oh, well, the person down the road is charging $95 an hour plus tax for their treatments, and they do the same thing I do. So that's what I should be charging, right? That's just end of story done. And we forget that there's so many other factors to consider when setting your fees. It's not just a matter of what others are charging, right? And I'll come back to that in a second. So The overall thing I'm trying to say here is while looking to others for some guidance to get you started, to get you off on the right foot, that's not a bad thing. In fact, it's a good thing. It's good to know what others are doing to get a baseline of what people are willing to pay and what kinds of things they're looking for and what they're used to seeing out there, right? But after you get your baseline, you need to move forward doing things that are right for you based on your personal situation and not just based on what everyone else is doing. Because that's the thing. If you copy everyone else, you are never going to get anywhere. It's just going to be the same old stuff that everybody else is doing. And eventually, you're going to end up with a business that maybe doesn't match what you actually want to be doing or what you want to be making or what direction you want to be taking it. So let me give you a few examples of this. And the first thing I'm going to do is return to that setting fees idea. So like I just said, you know, a lot of people tend to go, well, okay, the guy down the street is charging $95. I'm going to charge $95. And on the base level, that makes sense. I can see why you do that, particularly for those of you in regulated health professions where, um, how to put this, you guys know what I'm talking about. But for those of you who aren't in regulated health professions, you kind of have to charge something similar to what other people are charging, for a variety of reasons. One is sort of respect for the profession. Um, that is, sorry, I should I should quantify that in your area right what someone charges in uh, a small town in Ontario is going to be very different from what someone charges in the downtown core of Toronto or the downtown core of even Ottawa right so obviously you have to compare to your peers in your general area you can't just compare to somebody who's living in a completely different situation completely different town than you are but anyway coming back to that idea when you are a regulated health profession professional, you do have to be careful about that stuff. You do have to make sure that your fees are kind of in line with what everybody else is charging. Just that's appropriate to profession. But also, um, if you are covered by extended health care benefits, they only cover so much per treatment. So that's another thing you do have to consider in terms of respecting your clients. But that's the thing, is it's not the only thing you have to consider. Like that's so important for you to remember. If it's not just, well, everybody else charges 95. I guess I have to charge 95, even though I kind of feel like I'm worth more. I've got way more years of experience. I've got this extra education I've taken. I'm in a situation where I'm offering more services at my clinic and it is costing me more. Da-da-da-da-da. But I guess I have to charge 95 because that's what everybody charges. Well, no, that's not true. If you can show people that you are worth more, there is absolutely nothing wrong with charging more. Similarly, for you newer grads out there, or you people who say are coming into a new city where you know no one, Uh, something to consider is charging a little bit less than some of the other people. And again, you know, you have to assess it based on your personal situation. But if you're a brand new grad or you're new to the city, people don't really know you and know what you have to offer. There's nothing wrong with charging slightly lower, simply saying, hey, I don't have the experience other people in my area do. You know, again, based on the local community or just based on the fact that you're new to your profession. So it's okay for me to charge slightly lower. And this is not undercutting your competition. A lot of people have this kind of like, oh, well, they're charging $10 less than me. They're undercutting the competition. No. I mean, I get it that, yes, on one level, it is kind of looking like that. But if you're genuinely charging less because you feel like what you have to offer is not the same as the person down the street and they actually have more to offer in terms of like their experience it's okay to charge less until you get to that level where you could be charging more. So yeah, copying others outright when it comes to fees is just not the thing to do. You should be looking at, again, like I just mentioned, your level of experience, um, how the community, does the community know you and what you have to offer? What extra courses have you taken? Um, your level of, uh, expertise in the area that you want to focus in so if you're you know particularly trying to focus on say uh athletic clients i come back to that example a lot because it applies to a lot of you out there listening if you want to focus on those athletic clients how much experience do you have with athletes are you an athlete yourself and you can be a weekend warrior you can be like a you like me where i'm not a professional athlete but you know i run and i do other things so Yeah, how much experience do you have in that? But also factors like, what are you paying for rent? And that includes your personal rent, like your household bills. What are you paying in other fees? What kind of extra services are you offering? But I don't just mean in terms of the actual treatment time, but like, do you have online booking? Do you have a waiting room where there's extra things available, like coffee or tea for people? Or like, do you make it a spa-like environment? Because that's the vibe that you want to create. You have to think about all of those factors when setting your fees, not just what the dude down the street is charging, okay? So if that wasn't clear to you guys before, if you kind of felt like you just had to follow somebody's fee schedule or follow what your association tells you to do, those are okay for a baseline, to get a general idea. But then you have to take your personal situation and set your fees based on that and not just off somebody else's list, okay? So another example of this is writing your website text. And I see this a lot with clients or with people in general. So one of the things I see people doing, and I think I've I've talked about this before on the podcast. I know I've mentioned it in my uh, online course that I teach about how to build your own website. Um... People tend to just copy and paste, or not necessarily copy and paste, but just copy the same stuff off of everybody else's website. So they look at a clinic website for a clinic that they like, and they go, well, okay, they talk about, you know, here's a list of 20 things that physiotherapy can treat, and here's, you know, a very generic sounding, but it sounds good to me, contact page, and da-da-da-da-da. You take the content, you basically just transfer in your own name and information and maybe change a few of the words, and then you publish that to your website and call it done. And I do honestly get why you why you guys do that and why lots of people do that. I really do. And I think I think way in the distant past, I, I did that myself. It's, just, it's easier, you know. You don't know where to start from. It can be confusing knowing what to say. If you're not, you know, not really educated in marketing, it can be frustrating trying to figure out how to say things. Like it's just it's a big process, and I really do understand why it's hard. But when you're writing your website text, it really has to be based on your situation. Hey, you probably aren't surprised by that because that's what I've been saying this whole podcast is things have to be based on your situation. So it's okay to look at these other websites and go, you know, there's that's what else is out there, you know, just to get me a baseline of what other people are doing and what other people are saying. You know, make some notes on that and then start writing based on what you do, how you express what you do to your clients, how your offering is different, how your um, way of expressing things might be interesting to somebody, relate to people on that level. So again, coming back to the athletes thing, write your content talking to fellow athletes. Tell them about how your treatments help and how like y- maybe you could talk about how you got treatments from somebody else that helped. And that's why you do things in a similar way to that person, because you know you found them so helpful for you that you went and learned how to do that technique or whatever it might be. I'm just making up a situation here, but I hope it's illustrating it for you guys that you understand what I'm saying. Things have to be done from your experiences and the way you write things and the way you think about things and not just some generic cut and paste from someone else's website or again, your association and that kind of thing. Those are okay to get some baseline things. Um, But it doesn't really show how you're different from anyone else. It doesn't really show your personality. And it's not really doing you justice, you know, so so don't bother with that copy technique, because it's just Like I said, it's good for research, but it's not good uh, for your final product. And the uh, last example I'm going to give you guys is just design work. So another thing that we see happen a lot is that a lot of clinics tend to have logos and other promotional materials for their business, you know, sort of branding materials that look quite similar. Um, you see a lot of people using like green or blue in their marketing because those are sort of like healthy, calming healthcare colors. You see a lot of people using like, say, leafs and, uh, that kind of thing. You see the, um, now I don't know how to properly pronounce it, unfortunately, Uh, the, the medical symbol that's got like the snake wrapped around, you guys know what I'm talking about. unfortunately, I don't know how to say it properly. I know how to spell it, but I don't know how to say it, but you see that a lot in medical clinics. You see people using sort of like yoga, like a bendy yoga image quite a bit, and on a base level, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I get it, you know, that's a big part of your business, is that, like, the the medical symbol or, you know, the, the imagery that is healthy imagery using, like, leaves or trees or, like I said, the bendy yoga person, all that stuff. That's fine, but think about it for a minute. Like, if your branding stuff looks the same as the person down the street with just, like, some slight modifications, like, how is that helpful to your business or theirs for that matter? You know, how is that showing how you're different from other people? Um, There is nothing wrong with branding your business in a way that isn't just the same old, same old stuff that everybody does, right? Like, yes, if it's totally your personality. Like, you're like, yeah, but I, I, like... I love yoga so much, like that's all I do, literally, like it's my, it's really my whole life. So having like a yoga symbol in my, let's say it's the yin yang, I'm just like throwing something out there in my logo, that's so important to me. Okay, that situation is fine. But if you're literally just doing it because it feels like sort of the imagery that you should be using and not necessarily what is sort of appealing to you and might be appealing to the clients that you're trying to reach. Maybe you're going down the wrong road. You're just copying it because you feel like that's the safe thing to do, right? Because, you know, like I said at the beginning, we tend to look for others for answers when we don't know what we're doing, and that's fine to start. So it's okay to do the research on what others are doing, but it's not so okay to just outright copy what they're doing and, like, tweak it a little bit so it's not literally copying. You're not going to end up in some kind of lawsuit with people. So yeah, it's okay in your business to use. Let's say you wanted to use um, stars in your logo, or you wanted to use, I don't know, the image of a uh, guitar, because uh, treating musicians is something big that you do. Or you wanted to use imagery that has absolutely nothing to do, say, say you're a massage therapist. I use that example a lot. You wanted to use something that has absolutely nothing to do with massage in your logo, but it's something important to you, like... Say you, like I've been, again, the example I've been using, you treat athletes, so you wanted to put um, like weights or a, uh, a skate or a running shoe, something like that in your branding. You can do that. You don't have to go with the same old, same old typical health branding. You can go with other branding that makes sense for you. You can even go with branding that is just very personal to you, as long as you think it's going to attract the right kind of clients. That's the the end game here, right? So I hope i have given you guys some food for thought about copying others. You know, I know it's something that is just, it's the easy route, basically. And, and I understand that because I've done it myself. I think we've all done it in our lives, right? Where you just, you do the same thing everyone else is doing because it just feels safer and easier. But sometimes you have to just take, take the information and go, well, okay, this is good to know. It's good to know what other people in my industry or my area are doing. And now I need to uh, step out of that box and say to myself, okay, who am I? What do I have to offer? What makes me different? What are my potential best clients, those, you know, ideal clients that you're trying to reach? What are they looking for? And now I'm going to take that and I'm going to move forward with my business making decisions based on both sides. So what I need and what I'm showing and who I am and what I do, but also what other people are doing. So you're not completely off in the weeds. You're not charging like way under or way over what, you know, what is reasonable, what people are willing to pay, for example. So yeah, that's my topic for this week. I hope I gave you guys some food for thought. If you have any questions about sort of copying others and, how to kind of take it on your own path and not just kind of literally <laughs> copy and paste what other people are doing. If you're struggling with that, feel free at any time to uh, pop me an email. I'm happy to just kind of give you some tidbits of advice on how to how to continue down that road. And also, you know, just, I don't tend to advertise a lot on my podcast, but I will sit to tell you guys that I do offer um, writing and branding uh, assistance for people. If you have a health or wellness business and you just need some help, figuring out how to take things um, from what everyone else is doing into your own vision, into your own brand, into your own business, Uh, you know, give me and toss me an email. I actually have a new email address that hopefully is easier for you guys to remember. It's candace at com. All right, I'll be back with you guys next week with a brand new topic. I will see you then. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts. The times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that. I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast, so Life Beyond the Massage Table. Click on ratings and reviews and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers, so I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram. Happy Little Biz is my username, or of course, you can head over to my website, happylittlebiz.com and there's links to all that stuff there. Alright, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.